This is Zamira Scott, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 127 of Chasing Dreams. Today, we are kicking off Black History Month 2018 with a special friend of mine. But first, today's episode is sponsored by our patrons over at Patreon. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We appreciate you. And if you guys want to see who those patrons of Patreon are and the supporters of this show, you can check it out over at amyj21.com slash support. So today's show is going to be a fun one, guys. I am so excited for it. If you enjoy the show, I encourage you to please share this episode with your community. We are on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can find us all there. You can tag us. I'm at AmyJ21. The show is at Chasing Dreams HQ. And today's guest is Zamira Scott. She is a philanthropist, branding marketing analyst, personal trainer, and business owner. She has a profound way of igniting lives. And the first time I met her, we clicked immediately, like immediately. She was awesome. And I knew this was going to be one of those connections that was going to carry over. And look, here she is on the show. So she's a formal Temple U and Montgomery County Community College student. Zamira's mission is to supply resources and tools for entrepreneurs and small businesses to gain economic stability. Since 2013, Zamira has been the chief executive officer of her marketing branding company, The Difference Development Group, better known as DDG Philly in the city of brotherly love. Zamira's involvement with small business development, speaking at conferences and mentoring their youth has truly impacted the communities around her. Zamira's desire to give back has allowed her to amplify her knowledge, expertise, and professionalism. Zamira's vision to propel and ignite the dream chasers inside of us all is everlasting and she's carrying that over to this episode, guys. And Zamara, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I just, man, we definitely did kick it off. We met at Cornell's event. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because you came in and you had helped him find the space. So if you guys remember, Cornell Thomas was on the show, a multi-episode guest, uh, wrote a book, and he was doing a talk in Philadelphia. And Zamira helped set it all up. And so... Cornell and I and Rebecca, who was also a guest on the show previously, had just come back from dinner or just was going to dinner. And Zamira came in and she just got the whole place ready in like five minutes for this talk that he was about to do. (laughs) You took this room that was just space and turned it into a beautiful speaking center. And why don't you share, actually, if you're in the Philadelphia area, you guys should be checking out what was the location? Yes. Oh my gosh. We were at the art sanctuary. And the best part about the art sanctuary is it's a nonprofit um, in Philadelphia. So it features like artists and just 
students really that put together all these art pieces and the city kind of funds it. Um, Kristen, who was there, he kind of gave this full background of it, but it's located on 16th Street in Philadelphia. It's basically about Black art, transforming lives, transforming individuals, community center education. They try to do um, a celebration of just like people of color, really. That's just so Cornell is this. Oh my gosh, he's amazing. Yeah. And in the, the center had beautiful artwork on display. Kevin, the, the artist, mm. was there as well. Yes. He was doing live yes. painting, which was also mm-hmm. mind boggling, guys, also. But what amazed me was Zamira's attention to detail, her professionalism. And I mean, she really made things come together. And we were talking in between her work because she's a multitasker. And I was just blown away by your positivity and the fact that you are here supporting someone else who is chasing a dream. I think that's what really hit me was the supportive nature that you had for someone else who was doing something amazing, not just with Cornell, but Kevin as well. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I just really feel like we owe it to ourselves to uplift someone else. Like I've been in times and I I feel like I can speak for for most people. We've all been in times where we wish we would have had someone that was our second set of eyes or someone that really encouraged us to be able to make something that seems impossible possible. And I like being able to see people really excel within their gifts. Um, we're all really blessed with with gifts. And Kevin's just like, he he was just at the Art Basel um, back in December. Wow. Yes. No, back in, wait, what is it? November. I'm sorry. It was, it was just not too long ago and blew it out the water. He was just passing out paintings and, and now he's just kind of developing. So I'd like seeing people who have some pure gifts and just really transform it you know, help them really bring it to life. So have you had, have you just always kind of attracted people who are doing amazing things? Is that just a a characteristic of yours or have you, you know, intentionally sought yourself to be surrounded by people who do amazing things? You know what? It was intentional. I was at a point in my life most recently, probably about two years ago, where I was just like in this awful depression. I, I was in a, you know, relationship that I just, probably drained more out of me than impacted me to be a better person. So before that, I realized and I started to implicate back into my life um, how it is that we feel and what we attract and what we say and, and how that affects other people, not just our lives, but everyone else's. And I realized like if I'm in a negative space and I can change it and affect unfortunately at the fault of losing something that may not be as healthy for me because of just in general, I I felt like it was something I had to do in order to be the best. I really believe in the law of attraction. The first time I was introduced to it five years ago, maybe, yes, just about five years ago, that's when my life really started to change. These last two years that you guys are actually, these last couple of months that you're seeing, (laughs) um, I completely just, transformed who I am to make sure that I'm excelling at like my optimal like level really so to get all critical and crazy <laughs> yeah that's actually interesting so five years ago you learned about the laws of attraction and actually you know started believing in it but two years ago is when you started to drop the negativity that surrounded you yeah like is that mm-hmm. 
can you explain that? Like, I, I think you know, a lot of us go through that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think still at the time when I first like was introduced and I was introduced by my grandmother, she was, she told me to come over. She's like, just come over. And she brought me and my sister over and we were, she sat us down in the living room and we watched The Secret by Rhonda Burns. And it was like the video. And I was just like, whoa, I was like, what is all this new information? But it's not new. It's just, you know, things that we really just don't pay attention to or haven't. Yeah. Or just saw from that perspective. So after that, like, I'm just, I started looking at everything around me differently. Like what I was saying, what I was doing, who I was with. But at that time, I wasn't in the position as I was two years ago to just be able to leave any type of situation I was in. I was still living at my mom's, like I'm trying to move out five years ago and I finally get my first apartment. So it was, it was different for those who are not wondering. I am 28. So great to be 28. So, so, you know, at such a young age going through that, Mm -hmm. right. You said something interesting. You weren't in a place where you could just like escape that. Was there something you did yeah. during that time to kind of help balance it, though, knowing about the law of attraction or just kind of knowing where you were, but not being able to escape it? Yeah, you know what? My escape was um, journaling, writing. That's one thing that really helped propel my vision, because I feel like we can talk about it. We can say we, we thought about it, but I can think about something now and forget it tomorrow. Like we, oh, we can't depend on our own, yeah, our own minds to be able to just do that. So what I did was I journaled. She, you know, I was, I was definitely starting to want to learn. I, I wanted to learn more about past just a lot. Like that was just the opening. That was just like the, the cap, you know, and after the cap was passed, I'm like, what else is there? Like, what else should I be learning? Now I'm learning about energy and how that really you know, chakras and yoga. And now it's just like deeper because I'm just like, man, if that's what that can do, you know, just imagine how powerful we really are. So I had to transition my mind. I just wrote, I'm a, I'm a new author myself. I know you haven't seen me promote it yet or as heavily as I should. Do you share? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I just, <laughs> so I haven't been uh, doing more promo stuff for that because this is now the time for me to do it. I just had to kind of just plan all that out, um, but it is finished. I have a poetry book and yeah. What? That's, that's that. Boop, boop. Guys. <laughs> all right. I am going to get the links for this book guys. Um, you can find it yes. in the show notes. As soon as I get that, I will be there as of this airing. You will go check it out. So you wrote a poetry book. Was that, all right, tell us about the journey. How long does it take? <laughs> so the poetry, oh my goodness. For those who, and I'll say this now, for those who are listening to this and got your book January, thank you. Um, this book was supposed to be out like two, maybe three months ago. There was a lot of delays, a lot of things on my end. And it was more so like internal battles. It had nothing to do with anyone else. Well, outside of a couple other factors, but it had nothing to do with anyone else but me. I had a bunch of pre-orders and I was just like, you know what? I don't even think I'm going to put the book out. I don't have time. Like I was really just going to put this on a whole background. Entirely? I already have the book done. Yeah. I, well, right now, yeah. I don't know. I just I just felt like I was like, oh, I already have a lot going on. 
I'm about to start doing this. So I started making excuses as to why I shouldn't. And, you know, I had a conversation with one of my coaches and again, with perception and perspective, he was just kind of like, but it's not really about you. You told people you get <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Smile, girl. No, it's it real. ain't about it's you. Real, it's real. Yeah, like it's not really about you. You have an entire fan base that's waiting for a book that you said you were going to deliver. And I was just like, wow. So I got it done, and there's just been like little snags in it, and I'm just like, man, maybe the energy that I put into not wanting to do it and me rushing to do it kind of made some of these snags happen maybe if I just would have put a little more love into the project project's great I'm very excited for you guys to read this book but it's just the you know there's certain things that could have gotten done faster and better and I guess it's all a learning experience but I'm blessed Your yeah first I've been writing book. poetry for as long as I can remember my first book I'm an author it's so exciting it, guys the book is called Inja Heart my pen bleeds yeah. for you yeah that's right yeah. I found it <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It's now this available is... on Amazon. Yes. So you're an author. You wrote poetry. You put a book together. Mm-hmm. And this was mm-hmm. was this part of your outlet? This was part of my outlet. This so this was the the dark I wouldn't even say the dark times. This is the times this marks two years ago. So everything that I just more sometimes I'll say five to two between that. Five years ago and now, basically, this is five years ago, how I was feeling my early 20s, my perception on life, love, happiness, like all those things were so misconstrued. But I realized still today, certain certain characteristics in myself, it's nice to look at that to realize how much I've grown, but also show other people you can grow from this. You know, we all have these feelings that we don't really know how to express properly all the time, but I've expressed them. Maybe these can resonate with someone and then you can grow from this. So you said something (laughs) interesting. You thought that somebody could learn from this, to grow from this, from your experience. Curiously. Yeah. And feel free. You don't have to share this if you don't want to. Did you have someone that you looked to and learned from and grew from that you're kind of replicating that? Or is this just something that, because I think that's powerful. I think that, you know, the whole reason the show is out there, I think it, People learn from hearing people's stories. Uh, you know, talking about your experience is very powerful. Did that happen for you? Yeah, you know what? My grandmother plays a really big role, like large role in just my thought process, just about how to look at certain things, definitely using who we are as people to really elevate our own selves, to get rid of the junk, the negativity. She actually owns her own company it's called Bucks Not Hypnosis. She's a hypnotherapist. Oh wow. Um, and she's also like an yeah, she's also like she does um angel therapy, a whole bunch of other stuff. But she's helped me kind of redirect how I want to live my life. Even if it's not the same way she would, mm-hmm. at least I can learn how to do it. And so she-, she plays a major role. I think everyone I think everyone should have like coaches, mentors, people they look up to. I think that's true. The interesting thing is you you talk about how, you you know, you may not do it the way your grandmother wanted. I think that's about a lot of things. Sometimes I think we're so focused on finding people who are in our niche 
that we miss on the fact that we can learn from someone who's in a related niche or just another niche, but is just as much of a baller. You know, just apply Absolutely. the right, yeah. just apply the the lessons that they're doing to your field, whatever it is, right? But I've learned things from my sister who's a dentist, you know, and my brother-in-law who's also a dentist that, you know, I don't do dentistry, but I, the things that they've taught, I can apply to my field in my own way. That is awesome. And that's very, very true. Oh my gosh. But yeah, you hit it right on the head. I mean, I think that's what you're doing is your story, your experience, everything we're saying now, your book, uh, you know, I think it will help so many people. I think we're so focused on examples and people that, you know, we stress out about that kind of thing. And I love that you're sharing your story in such a personal way because I think it lets people relate to you. Thank you. I mean, I appreciate it. I definitely want to be, you know, as transparent as possible. I feel like we live in a microwave society where everyone just wants everything now. And I even have my times where I'm exactly like that. I'm like, man, I've been grinding for like a year. Like, what's up? (laughs) But people have like made, you know, five years of work look like an overnight success. But they've been putting it in, you know, putting in the work. And Instagram can be deceiving Facebook, social media in general. Like people could rent these cars, lean up against them, take pictures and be like, I made it. In reality, they're just still in their mom's basement, just trying to figure out what's going on. And that's okay, but it's not, you know, being misleading. Like I feel sure, you know, there's days where I'm just like, I don't know, guys. Somebody give me some love right now because I don't know. But, you know, I know it comes with the process. We kind of have to love the process of growing, no matter what it is, entrepreneurship, whether it's chasing your job, your dream, whatever it is, I, I think we we have to just love the process in order to make it not feel as heavy. That makes sense. No, it does. I mean, I think especially with this new year, right? Here we are kicking it off um, Black History Month. I think we all have to learn from each other. I mean, you, Absolutely. you supported Kevin, you supported Cornell and what they're doing and just in you chasing your dreams as a branding market, marketing an, an analyst, philanthropist, you know, mm-hmm. you're still chasing mm-hmm. that dream. I mean, do you ever get tired of that though? I mean, cause oftentimes we all work hard, but the journey can be weary. You know what? I have my days. I'll definitely say I have my days or not even my days. It's moments. It's not like I can't, to be honest, it's past me. I'm thinking for other people at this point. So if I were to give up because I was physically tired or just not do something I was supposed to do because I was tired, but I have my grandma's depending on me to be able to pay the mortgage or, you know, my mom's being able to do certain things with my family members. Those are things that I keep in the forefront of my mind. So even if I'm physically tired or just mentally just drained from this meeting after meeting, I find ways to have self-care and really just detox. And and that's where fitness comes into play and, you know, just really taking care of myself. Do you find that your journey is, okay, so I use this example a lot. When you go to, um, medical school, you know what you have to do, right? You go to college, you go to med school, you become a doctor, your residency fellowship, right? It's kind of laid out for you. It's one dream that there's at least a roadmap for. 
Do you have a roadmap? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally living like day to day, whatever God presents to me in, in front of this from all the work that's been being put in. I'm just going to take the opportunities. If I don't see one, I'm going to create it. So, But aren't you afraid of like going wrong? Absolutely. I feel like that's natural to to like, okay, maybe that wasn't a good idea. But in the very same token, how am I going to know if I don't try? And then if that doesn't work, that means that's one way that doesn't work. I got to find another way to make it work. I don't know. I just over the last couple of years and more so these this last year and a half, been doing tons of personal development. So my mindset is now if, if this was me talking three, four years, no, I'll say four years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to throw on the towel. It's probably not for me. Uh, you know, and just kick rocks and just say, <laughs> all right, I failed. Uh, just I don't put, it like it. put it up. <laughs> right. Just put it up. But now it's to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, I have to fail because massive failure equals massive success. And, and I actually read this, one of these books, I mean, there's a million of them. But when I read that, I said, oh my gosh, aha. It was like an aha moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. And then ever since then, you've seen me on go. It's like, go, 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 go. And have you turned around and so you, you've done the book and stuff. To help people, you, you've you know supported people like Cornell and Kevin. We've talked about, but have you officially mentored anyone? Is that something you want to do? So I have. You know what? I have two mentees. One is my sister, my little sister. She is eleven, and she just launched her company called Bakes by Nevaeh. That's her name, Nevaeh, and she's you know. Staying up, it's it's funny to see her when she's over my house because uh, she lives with my mom. It's funny to see her when she's over my house and she's sitting up saying, okay, I want to work on the business. And it'll be like 1030 or 11 o'clock. I'm like, whoa, like you're putting in work. And half of me wants to say, go to sleep and rest. But the other half of me is like, this is what it takes. So obviously I'm not going to drain her to like two o'clock, but like maybe for like, up to midnight so she kind of <laughs> feels like she just <laughs> right <laughs> she just kind of put in work um but she likes it and I told her I said there will be times where this this may not seem as fun I said but it's okay because if this is your dream and you really want this like do it so she is my she watches everything that I do and at this point she's just like yeah I want to do it I, I think I can do it so why not let's encourage the youth um, so that's my official mentee. I do have other people that they literally send people send me emails um, or I don't have like applications or anything, but people send me stuff just asking me, but it really depends on everyone's mindset. I'm, I'm, I can say I'm selective. I don't think I will ever have like a full scale mentorship program, but I think I will make room for mentees who want to learn. Well, I mean, I guess technically you are mentoring in an unofficial capacity with your efforts and by being on the show and, and you know, sharing your story. But that that's, I mean, the fact that you have your sister, that's kind of, I don't know if my, any of my sisters would, would do that. They're not necessarily, well, one is. 
But I don't know if she'd ever <laughs> ask me to be her mentor necessarily. So that's, I got to say, that's cool. Plus that you're still on good terms. Kudos to you. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. I'm like, listen, she's young. You know, there's, there's going to be times where, I mean, adolescents now, like teenagers now, like it's a whole different, we can talk for hours on that, but I want her to be as intrigued and as possible as owning her own life now before life actually begins. Or I'll just say not even life beginning, but just adulthood um, and, and just being independent and how to still be able to find one or multiple ways to create income, stability, you know, what does it mean to be financially stable? What does a credit score mean? You know, things like that. I feel like as long as they can think, children can think, they can learn. And this is pretty much what I've been doing with her. And I love it because she's, she's smart. She's so smart. And now we know cryptocurrency is in here. So <laughs> kids, well, kids, kids, are, kids are into technology. I feel like it's important to just kind of let them do that. Well, let me ask you something. When your sister, you said earlier that she saw what you were doing and thought she could do it. Did that surprise you? Yes, it did. Oh my goodness! You should have seen my. I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, oh, what was that feeling like? Okay, um, it was different. I'm never. I don't coming from my sister, and I do have another sister. Her name is Gloriana Scott. She's a licensed massage therapist, but she's also, I guess, 27 at this point, 28. 27 um and we're a year and a half apart so she comes to me for advice but it's way different than having like your younger sister come to you it felt surreal because I'm just like man like am I doing this good of a job like it started I started questioning myself like am I doing am I doing this bit of a job to now lead her and right. wanting to do this you know so um well that's imposter I've syndrome per- right you gotta watch out for that <laughs> right right Right, 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 right. Um, so, so now I've just kind of been fine tuning all of my skills to get better and to become, you know, just become a better person and business owner, so that I can show her certain things that you know, I've learned along my way. No matter how she does it, just know that this worked and this didn't, and take it for what it is, and let's you know, build something that you want. I love that you were Most surprised. Though. Can't do that. She, I was. Oh my gosh, I was super surprised. But it goes to show that you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess I guess it definitely does. Just wow. <laughs> I really hope I can I no, I do. I hope I hope she can be an inspiration to other kids. Um and I see other kids I see other youth out here just taking advantage of, of their gifts and I'm like, man, that's such a blessing. Wow, it's it's possible. Well, with everything that you're doing, and what what has surprised you most about your journey? That I'm still going. <laughs> really? There, I actually, yeah. You know, you want to know why? Because there's there's always things that make you. I don't want to say question your journey, but it's just like, man, like how how much longer? If you've been doing it for a long time, you're just like, when is that time where it's just gonna hit the hit the ceiling? But you, it, thinking like that is damaging, I felt like. Um, but that's one thing in my journey where I was just, I'll say that, where I was just like, I don't know. 
just keep going. But now I'm starting to see the fruits of the labor. So I know it's happening and I know it's real. So that's, it just keeps me hopeful. So what can we expect from you, though, upcoming? Um, so doing a show with this awesome, so sidebar, I have a production management team, like production team um, called Legendary Live. And it's the sister company to the different development group. Um, we put together live events. My production manager, Jason Hart, is amazing. So he just kind of works everything out, all the kinks, all the sound and all that fun stuff. And I just do artist, you know, talent management and all that. But we're doing a show in Philly and I think we're going to make it free. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that's where I want it. In February with Global Village. So at the Really? Hey, guys, we will try and get information or at least a link to that on the show notes page. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that. So Global Village or Global Village or Legendary Live or both? Legendary Live. Or actually the event. Yeah, the event. So the event is going to be about, ironically enough, uplifting yourself, uplifting each other, um, really coming together. Global Village has this movement. It's so organic. Everyone comes out. Everyone sings. It's kind of like a, have, have you ever been to open mic? No, can't say I have. Okay, so okay, so open mic is when artists or creators just kind of come in one local space. Um, there's a band on stage and they just kind of play. Similar, it's like a perfected karaoke without it being karaoke. So these are like talented artists. So people all come together and it's like over like two, three hundred people one night. And he just and, and it's funny because the founder actually started this small. Long story short, legendary lives, kind of building this relationship. And, and now we're going to do something where we can both platform our gifts and, and our talents with Philadelphia. And I'm excited about that. Legendary Live has, we've been doing shows for the last four years. And I mean, I love it. I love seeing live music. It, there is something about um, that experience. And guys, I'm talking about being in the experience, okay? I had an epiphany the other day about how, I, I think it was at New Year's, and people were just like watching things through their screen. I'm like, it's New Year's, and you're at New Year's Times Square, and you're in this amazing moment, and you're watching it through this tiny screen. You're missing like everything else that's happening. There were performances, Nick Jonas, Mariah, great performances, and yet you got this itty bit of space is what you're looking through. You know, live in that moment. You know, live performances, there's something about it. You hear it, you, the sound, the sight, everything kind of together. Those are the memories you want to focus on, not what's on the screen. Sorry, I went on right. a tangent with absolutely. that. No, <laughs> no, that was perfect. You were, you were absolutely right. Just living in the moment. Absolutely right. Which you guys you definitely check it out. The link will be in the show notes as soon as I get it from Zamira. So we'll, we'll we'll put that up for you. Um, that's awesome that you're that you're supporting. I mean, you're doing so many cool things that you're supporting all these different projects and amazing people. And it looks like you're you're not slowing down with doing any of that at all, uh, which is a good thing. 
But let me ask you. Yeah. Are you balancing mm-hmm. this with something else or are you doing this full time? So right now, um, at this point, I'm actually balancing it with something else. So I, d- I do have another side hustle. And I think all of us should have couples side hustles. But I, I have a couple side hustles that are able to create what I what it is, like the lifestyle of being able to just, as you said, not really slow down. Um, it takes a lot to be able to put the gas and the muscle behind this, especially financially. So like that's one thing that we don't really think about. We have these dreams, we have these ambitions. And sometimes people think about it and just don't go after it just because of that one factor. Yeah. Um, but there's often, you know, ways we can get it and, and how we can do it. So it, that's pretty much where it is. Yeah, I, I balance it. But are there times where I'm just like, can I take a week off? I know it'll get to that point. I'm just, uh, you know. It's but, hard. But I think that's what makes the story even more amazing then is the fact that you're juggling it with a J-job, a day job. Um, oh, yeah, a day job. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Right? It, I just put in the work. Yeah. Essentially, people stop and like, I can't do both. But here you are doing that, finding some way to make that happen. And I mean, do you see yourself continuing with this juggling act forever? Or are you trying to move away from the day job? to chasing this dream full-time? I'm definitely, the goal is definitely to transition. I like having control over my time um, and, and, and just having more time freedom and, and family freedom. And I, I do believe that a day job is necessary when you're starting out. It's, it's kind of like your investor. My, my, so my mentor, Nehemiah Davis, he, he always says like, your day job is your investor. Like that's what is going to create the logo and the LLCs and everything else you want to do for your small business. But you have to work that. And, and even, but don't, don't work it at a point where it's like, it's negative in that situation. So you're just there, like you're going to draw more negativity. Like if it's like, okay, maybe I need to cut back my hours and increase the time or what I have to do in order to, make this business work and create some type of something. Um, you just have to find ways to, to do it, ways to either change you or change your environment. That's not easy to do. It's not, it's not, it, it takes, it definitely takes some practice. It takes some counting a lot. If, if anyone, a book recommendation, um, can I throw one out there right now? Absolutely. Uh, the five second rule by Mel Robbins. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic book. Outside. Yes, amazing book. That's something that can definitely help you. When you feel like you're about to just snap at someone or your boss, count for five seconds. You know, just really bring down your elevation and your level and really just come back down to the surface and being just like, I don't know, just focus. Like, none of that really matters. You're just here for this to be your investor. That's all that matters. Just do what's told and get in, get out and, and work on the dream so that you'll get to the point where it's okay if it's your own and it's not someone else, you know, that kind of has your lifeline or your money on the line or your job in general, your investor, your investor has your investor on the line. If that makes sense. No, it does. It does. And so while not easy, it is worthwhile doing guys. I mean, Nothing, nothing worth having is easy to get, to be honest. 
I mean, let's let's be honest about that. But once you get there, you can look back and it's just. I mean, Zamira, you could talk about that. What do you what's that like when you look back and see something that's accomplished or the fact that your sister came to you and said, hey, would you mentor me? I think still to this day, it's so humbling because truly, and, and I know everyone out there believes in something, regardless of what it's wrapped in. But for me, it's God and, and the source and God. And really what it what it comes down to is just humbled. I don't know. I'm humbled because without feeling like I having the faith, having the the desire inside to be able to feel like I wanted to do something. I, I really, to be honest, I had to depend on, on my faith for a lot of things. And it's still all these accomplishments, no matter what's happening, it's still so humbling. I, I just feel, I don't know, it's a blessing every day. And guys, you too can do it. I mean, just here's Myra's story. And I mean, you didn't start it immediately. I mean, five years ago, when would you say you kind of really started your tra- your dream chase? My dream chase? If you want me to be 100% honest, it was like high school. So that's 2007. Okay. Um, but the last five years is when I really started to see it in a different light. And I was like, you know what? I'm ready for me to really shine the way that I know I should be. And um, 2007, it started. I had a company when I first how funny is that? I had a company when I got out of high school, but I didn't know it was a company. I was just kind of like, oh, we're a group of people and we like doing this. <laughs> like there was, <laughs> there was no structure we had and we didn't know anything. Um, so I was like doing management with music. I, I knew nothing at that point. And it was just like, it failed, but it failed miserably. Like lots of money was lost. Lots of friendships were no longer there. It was it was like one of those things where I needed it to happen and I'm glad it happened then as opposed to now when more responsibilities are on the plate. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they say that's kind of when you can make those kinds of moves. I mean, you still can't guys don't right. base it on what other people say, but I mean, look where you are now. Absolutely. No, I totally get it. And I totally agree with you. It, it definitely has a timing. It's definitely better to start especially when you don't have like major things like a mortgage, wife, kids. And it's okay, even if you do, it's just you have to find that time at that point. Like I was just like young, out of high school, like kind of like going to college, doing my own thing. And I was just like, yeah. But when I graduated, I think that's that's really what happened when school stopped and just high school. Like think about when you get done high school, like there's nobody telling you what to do anymore in a sense even when you go to college, like it's, it's a little more freedom, but it just, I don't know. It made you think a little bit or for me, for, for, well, some I mean, of, for I, me, it definitely made me think. The fact that you tried, right. Is fantastic. Right. It's, it doesn't always work. It does. Sometimes it's the time. It, there's so many things and factors that go into it. You can never predict whether it'll work or not. Some people may disagree with that, but you know, it is what it is. The fact is right. that today you were chasing your dream and you, you're happy, right? I'm happy. Oh my gosh. I, I almost, I can't imagine anything else. And it's, it's funny to think that I was just like kind of not thinking this way five years ago. You know, I'm just like, what was I doing before that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what was I, like, what was I doing with my life? But it's, I love it. 
I'm, I'm the happiest of, I, I'd rather work a hundred hours. There's like a quote going around. I'd rather work a hundred hours for myself than 40 for someone else. And that's truly how I'm starting to feel. Like I love the hustle. I love the grind. Um, and I like seeing other people really succeed in this. I really know that without us helping each other, it becomes a little more difficult to get to the top. And it's never fun at the top by yourself. You want to see people that helped you get there and, and you now have the opportunities to open the doors for them. And that's, that's the fun part. That's fantastic. Okay. So that's, that's a great note to kind of send you with the last question, which is what is one thing you would recommend someone do today in chasing their dream? I'm going to say, watch the secret by Rhonda Byrne. Okay. To then start unlocking some of the things that you may have not, not in journaling, but I'm just saying in general, like to really kickstart it because right now nobody really, unless you've already just kind of know where your mindset is, it can always grow. It can always change. And I think we should be, that's, that's one thing we should do every single day to chase our dreams is really to monitor your mindset, like really be on it, be how, be focused on how you're thinking, how you're impacting someone else, how you, how are you coming across being mindful of that? Because we are just one person and there's tons of energy around us. So I think that's one thing we should definitely do when chasing our dreams. Sometimes we can come off not so friendly, but I want, I want everyone, anyone who's listening right now, I want everyone to really take control of their mindset and how they think and, and treat others. I think that's very important. Smart. Chasing a dream. I couldn't say that any better. Thank you so much for coming onto the show, sharing your story and just being a positive light in the world. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you hundred percent, Amy. I look forward to seeing you very soon. And guys, that was Zamira Scott. She is doing some amazing things in 2018 and such a great guest to kick off Black History Month awareness for us. And I am stoked for the things she has going on. All right. You guys can learn more about Zamira and find all the links we mentioned today over at, listen carefully, amyj21.com slash episode 127. That's episode 127. Please note that domain change, okay? Thank you once again to our Patreon sponsors. We would not still be going if it weren't for you. If you'd like to donate or learn more about our Patreon campaign, please visit amyj21.com slash Patreon. Every little bit helps. All right. Until next time, guys, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's aimeej one Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.